0: hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients And welcome back to Business Your Way. This is episode 107, and today is all about managing the busy season. And that could be a busy season in your business or a busy season in your life. Life is dynamic and it changes all the time, and depends on what season of life you're in as to what are the other things that you're having to juggle in addition to your business. And then we have busy seasons in our business. And I think all businesses have a busy season. It could be over, you know, multiple months in the year, or it just could be, you know, once a year. So if you think about retailers, the brick and mortar, their busy season is Christmas, leading up to Christmas and then preparing for all the Boxing Day sales, If you think about e-commerce, online business, we know that Black Friday, Cyber Monday are super busy times for our online businesses. And then I think about the event agency. I'm in the business events industry, and our season runs from about March through to November. Some years, the beginning of the year can be busier than the end. This year in particular, our end of year, so from about July through to November, has been extraordinarily busy for us. And so managing a busy season has its ebbs and flows, right? And all the resources and tools out there would lead you to believe that consistency and finding this equilibrium of the same pace throughout the year I think that is flawed. I think everyone actually has ups and downs and different seasons in business. And it's more about how we use the tools and resources available to us to manage our time, our productivity, our projects, in order to juggle everything that we need to manage in our life and in our business, especially during those busy times. So that's what I want to dive into in today's episode and share with you some of the tools and resources that I find invaluable, especially during the busy season. Because when we get busy, that is the time where those tools and resources that we've learned to implement to help us manage our time and our productivity, when we get busy, we seem to park them at the side or chuck them out the window or forget everything that we've learnt or been trying to implement in order to manage our time effectively and get the balance between the time that we spend in our business and the time that we do in life with the rest of the things that we've got going on with family and community and and just looking after ourselves, making sure that we're moving our body and we're eating well and we're sleeping you know, a good number of hours so that we can be the best that we can be. And it's during the non-busy times that we are looking at all of these tools. We're trying to implement new habits. But when we get busy, it's like we park them, like they're not important anymore. And as I'm moving through this busy season, I've been really conscious about continuing to maintain Good habits and utilize the resources that I have implemented and worked on implementing to help me have a better balance or to make sure that I'm working on the right things at the right time. I used to be really bad, I used to just go, 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 and go, just get that list. Start at the top of the list and work my way down and just keep going until I was done with my list. That quickly learns to burn out and it's really not sustainable. So I've been focusing more on how do I maintain all of the things that I do in the non-busy periods? How do I maintain those in the busy periods? And this year in particular, I've really been giving some focus to that, although my default person has wanted to just park it, chuck it out the door and just revert back to old habits. But I've been trying really hard not to do that. And I've created some really good habits over the years that have allowed me to manage the busy seasons better and better and better. And so now, even though we've come through a busy season, and to be honest, I'm still probably in the thick of a busy season, I sat down and thought, you know, reflecting on all the things that I do to ensure that I am still maintaining all of these good habits and utilising all of the tools and resources in and amongst the busyness. So that's what I want to share with you today today. In my habits and tools and resources, they're a bit of a mix of a few things, but they definitely work for me. And I thought coming onto the podcast and sharing what works for me will allow you to give some thought to what works for you in the busy season. All well and good to think about what works for you when things aren't chaotic, when there's not pressure points, when there's not overwhelm knocking at your door. But when you are in the midst of what feels like a tornado at the time, this is where I think we need to be super conscious around how we're managing our time. So I've written down six points on, in front of me, and I'll just work my way through sharing with you how these really help me in a time where I could be consumed by overwhelm each and every day. And that's not a space that I like to work in. Although, you know, I don't mind working under pressure and working to deadlines, I don't enjoy the overwhelm of it all. And so using these tools, I can ditch the overwhelm while still working to deadlines and, you know, having that sense of pressure that it needs to get done. And I find that these tools, like, these work really well for me. So, the first one on my list that I've jotted down is that at the beginning of the week, I make a list. I make a list of all the things that I want to get done in the business this week and all of the things in my personal life that I need to get done. And that could be a variety of things like, you know, booking the dog into the groomer or changing the grooming appointment or ringing the local council to get the lid on the rubbish bin fixed, whatever those things are in your life, make a note of those on the list as well, because then you've got a really good picture of what you wanna achieve in the week. And sometimes the list can be more than what you can achieve in the week, but you're better off writing it all down on your list rather than leaving it you know, floating around in your head where it either might get forgotten Or it keeps coming up and up and up and up again because you think you might forget it. So by writing a list at the beginning of the week gets everything out of your head, gets it onto paper and then you can start prioritising from there. Which brings me to point number two is that I decide the top three things that I want to work on and if nothing else happens this week these three things need to get done. And so I got this from utilizing the Full Focus Planner. So the Full Focus Planner works on the concept of three goals and then every week you have three top priorities and then every day you have three priorities. And so what that means is that you're only focused on three things. If you get those three things done, you feel as though you've accomplished what you set out to for today and then if you have some time left over, you can pick other things from your list to get done. But it makes you prioritize what it is that you want to focus on this week. And then every day, what are three things that you want to get done? And sometimes those three things, it can be as simple as making sure that I am on time to every meeting, especially those days where I have back-to-back meetings and I barely have time to go to the bathroom or get something to eat in between the meetings. So my one priority for that day is that I want to show up to every meeting on time and prepared. I'm not just showing up, I'm showing up and I'm prepared for that particular meeting. And that is a priority for that day. And Anything else that I get done in that day is kind of a bonus. So those days I only have one priority and it's making sure that I'm fully focused on the meetings that I'm turning up for. So you don't necessarily have to have three priorities for the day depending on what your day looks like. But I find prioritising on a weekly basis and then prioritising on a daily basis puts my focus where it needs to be in the moment in that day, this is what I need to get done. And I'm not flitting all over the place. I'm not in my inbox constantly reacting and keeping that clear. Because that was one of the bad habits that I really did have early on, is that my day would be dictated by my inbox. That no longer happens. Well, I've I managed to keep it to a minimum. I still... Clear my inbox every morning. I make sure I know what's in it. I don't necessarily respond to everything that is in it in the morning. I will again make sure I know what's there so I can prioritize. Where does that fit with my priorities for the day? Can I come back to that in the block of time that I've got allocated to work on that project? Which brings me to the next point. It is such a simple thing to do but it is so effective when you do it. And that is time blocking. So blocking out time to work on particular projects. So you want to minimise the amount of time you spend in a day context switching. And I've talked about this on the podcast before too, is you get more done in your day when you do not context switch. So try and block out your day. Even better, use calendar blocking. So At the beginning of the day, when you set your three priorities, go to your calendar and block out the time in your day that you're going to allocate to get those three things done. And honestly, I don't know where I would be without my calendar. If it's not in my calendar, it's likely not going to happen all of my personal appointments all of my things that i have to do every meeting is in my my calendar if it's a meeting where i have to get in the car and travel to the meeting i have travel time blocked out in my calendar and this the calendar is what keeps me on track to the things that I am committed to. So where I have to turn up for somebody else, whether that is I have to turn up for my team members or whether I have to turn up for a client or whether I have to turn up for myself at an appointment, it is all in my calendar. I consider those things the not negotiables because they get into your calendar first and then usually your blocks of time work themselves around those meetings and appointments. And so that keeps me on track. It allows me to think about how much time I've got before my next meeting or my next appointment. And given, you know, my priorities, can I get half of that top priority done before my next meeting? And what would that look like? And then I just get to work. So I would highly recommend blocking. You could also call this mega batching if you like. So you are doing All of the tasks related to one project and you're doing it at the same time. So the context switching is zero because you're just working on that one project. And then put that time block into your calendar. Some days I like to have a bit of fluidity with my time blocking. I don't necessarily put my blocking into my calendar, but I do, you know, have on my list. These are the three things I'm going to get done today and I'm going to time block it. The next tool that I use every day is our project management tool. And if you've been on the podcast for some time, you'll know my favorite project management tool is Monday.com. Now, if it's not in Monday.com, it is not happening. So everything that I need to get done for every project that we're managing, anything in my business, including recording this podcast episode, it is in Monday.com. Monday.com has what it's called a My Week, and it gives you what are your outstanding tasks that you didn't get to last week? What are the tasks that you need to do today, tomorrow, this week, and then next week? So it puts all of your tasks across all of your projects into what is called My Week. If it's not in My Week, if a task isn't there, then it's not on my radar. So I just make sure that I can see all of the tasks that I need to do, all of the projects that I need to work on are logged into monday.com. Then I can make notes about that task, especially if I only get halfway through it. If I only manage to get it half done, I can make a note in that task. And then I can come back to it tomorrow. I can change my reminder date to tomorrow. And then it will come up in my work in monday.com again tomorrow. And I carry on. And so you might be saying, well, doesn't, doesn't that mean that you have things in two places if you have it in monday.com and if you have it on your weekly list? And the likelihood is that I do have it in both places. Because sometimes when I write my list list, I can have one focus for a project. So for instance, I want to get the budget versus actual report done for one of the events that, you know, has finished. And that's what might be on my list of things to do that's in front of me that I do at the beginning of the week. But in monday.com, that'll be broken down into multiple little tasks. So it will be, you know, reconcile the bank statement make sure all the supplier invoices have been paid and loaded into zero. And then then I need to make sure that the budget versus actual report matches the profit and loss report in zero. So there's multiple little tasks in Monday.com which actually equate to me doing that one thing that's on my list that I know I need to get done. And so I use both. Monday.com is where everything lives and at the beginning of the week when I make my list of things that I want to get done in the week those things also do exist in monday.com but your project management tool it allows you to stay on track with your projects and when you go to a project and you look at what's outstanding what are the small things that need to get done then clearly identifiable and when you have a team you can delegate tasks to the team, which is one of my next tips for you. So I have to focus on only the things that I can do. And anything else, I can delegate out to my team. Now for me, I know every job in my business. If I had to run my business by myself, I could do it all. But I don't have time to do it all. So I have to focus on only the things that that I can do, which means I have to delegate out to the rest of my team. And so working in monday.com is a great way to delegate out to the team. And I have to remind myself of this really frequently, because I find when I get into a project, I'm like, oh, I'll just do that, or I'll just do this, or that'll take me two minutes. And each of those two minutes quickly adds up to being 10 minutes or 15 minutes, or before you know it, it's 20 minutes later. So I'm now really conscious of the things that I need to delegate. And I know I could do it, but I just delegate it out and know that one of on my team are going to get it done. So when you're in a busy season, you have to think about and focus on only doing the things that only you can do. And the other one that I have you know, been talking with my team about lots lately, as we've all been going through this busy season, is making sure that we are working on the right things at the right time. And what I mean by this is we can actually get into the weeds when we are, you know, blocking out some time and we can we can start focusing down on some of the nitty-gritty tasks in order to just tick them off the list. But rather than focused on getting things ticked off the list, which I think is really easy to do. And for those of us who like to see that list all being ticked off, we do it because it's so satisfying. But when we're in this busy season, we have to make sure that we're working on the right things at the right time. So some of the things can't get ticked off the list because we need to move on to other priorities because that's where our focus and our time needs to be during this busy period. We can come back a little later on when we've got a bit of time up our sleeves and tick off those, those less important tasks. But when we're in a busy season, it's really, really important that you make sure that you're working on the right things at the right time. And when you're prioritising the list that you've got for your week or the list that you've got for your day, you need to ask yourself, do I need to work on this? Is this now the right time? to be working on this particular project. Will it help my team? Will it help my clients? Will it progress the bigger picture rather than just satisfying my desire to tick things off my list? So during the busy seasons, I really urge you to think about are you working on the right things at the right time and help that phrase determine your priorities. And then when you get to the end of your week, I like to celebrate the things that we've achieved. Because in our busy season, that list of things that we need to get done is just endless. So it's always good when you get to the end of your week is to sit down and actually celebrate and look at all of the things that you've achieved in your week. And then all of the things that didn't get done this week, you can simply carry those over to the following week. Now, when they move over into the following week, they might have a higher priority but don't let yourself be discouraged or try not to focus on what you haven't done this week because that weight of what you haven't done can really feel heavy and that's where i think the overwhelm can start coming in because you you know you're looking at the list of things that you haven't done but when we can sit back and celebrate what we have done that there's a sense of achievement and a sense of accomplishment that comes with that. And so I don't think that we do that enough. So when you get to the end of your week, I really encourage you to celebrate the things that you did get done this week and really give yourself a pat on the back and feel and lean into that sense of accomplishment and then simply carry over the items that you didn't get done into the following week and they become next week's things to do. But at least you can finish your week knowing that you've moved the needle on a number of things. So there you have it. Those are my top tips on how to manage your time, manage your productivity when you are in a busy season. Those are the things that I've been focusing on. And because I have a team The team rely on me to be doing the right things at the right time. And I have to be conscious around, am I getting done what my team need me to do in order that they can keep moving with their roles and their positions and what they're responsible for doing? I'm really conscious of not being the bottleneck in my business, but it is very easy for me to become that. So with all of these tools, that is my aim is that I'm trying to work on the right things at the right time so my team can get their jobs done and they can keep moving with what they need to do with confidence and that our clients are getting what they need when they need because I'm working on the right things at the right time. So there you go. I hope this was helpful for you. I would really encourage you to take some time to reflect on what are the tools, the resources that you are utilizing to help you move through the busy seasons in your business without the overwhelm. Now, I would love to hear from you if you have a strategy or a particular tool that is really effective for you when you are in a busy season. Then let's start a conversation. I'm really keen to see how we can share with each other the things that work for us when we are in our busy seasons. So take a snapshot of this episode, wherever you're listening to it, and come over into Instagram. Share that on your stories. Be sure to tag me. I'm at sandrajulian.co. And let's start a conversation around what are the things that are most effective for us in our busy seasons. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes, and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.